What's the game-changing realization that helped you build a high-performing team? That question is at the center of every episode of the HR Impact Show. Every HR professional wants to build a team that has empowered managers, engaged employees, and an organization that's striving to become elite. The challenge is that you're often told to do more with less. We're gonna fix that. Every week, we will feature executive and senior HR leaders from across the country, and they will share with us their actionable insights and best practices that can help empower you to create an engaged elite workforce. Here's the show. Getting your entire organization built for success can be a pretty daunting task if you're part of a small HR team that's supporting a much larger organization. This becomes even more difficult when you're in economic times and budgets everywhere are being slapped. From a training and development perspective, what can you do to make sure that the people in your organization are not only up to the tasks that they're facing today, but also set up for success in the future? That we're going to take a look at in today's conversation. One of the things that you need to look at is getting a really strong skills inventory for the organization and making sure that you're allocating resources to the highest priority skills that the organization is going to need. By making sure that you're focusing on the most important skills that need to be developed, you're going to make sure that training dollars that are directly contributing to your managers and your employees being most effective. One of the things to consider when you're trying to allocate where that spend should go should always be focused on how are you making your managers more effective as managers because they have the most direct influence on whether your employees stay or leave. Another thing that you need to look at is how are you leveraging resources that are out in the wild, free or nearly free, to support any of the additional training and development needs that you've identified. You can look at sources like Coursera, LinkedIn Learning, Khan Academy, these are all, among others, tools that can be leveraged to supplement some of the learning initiatives that you had wanted to drive. The key thing here is that leveraging these resources help you build a learning culture, which becomes extremely important in making your dollars stretch as far as they can. The additional value in this is that it actually puts training in the hands of the manager and the employee, and you have a lot of opportunity to build custom training plans without having to spend a ton of resources creating that custom plan for the entire enterprise. You should be focused on building a learning culture. And part of that involves collaborating across the enterprise, potentially doing stretch assignments in different functions and creating opportunities for more of that collaboration and learning to happen internally as a group. So any opportunity that you have to put in a cohort plan or a collaboration plan, that should be a good way for you to not only deliver training, but also reinforce training and build stickiness of that training. Another way that you can make your training dollars go farther is by integrating that into on-the-job practical experiences. Remember earlier when I mentioned that one of the things that you should be doing is identifying what are the key and highest value training items that you need to pick. Some of that should tie directly into what can be developed in the course of doing the job. And that's how you link and extend the effectiveness and value that you're getting from the training that you're doing.
Furthermore, you shouldn't ignore opportunities to integrate mentorship and one-on-one opportunities, peer-to-peer learning as part of your learning strategy. You should be looking at and relying on your managers to identify top performers in key areas and then pairing them up with more junior employees so that you're carrying learning down to the line level. And that's going to do a number of things in terms of engagement, but it's also going to build that natural community within the organization. You have all of these different practical approaches that you can take to making your training dollars go further, but you should always be measuring as well. You should be getting feedback. You should be adjusting based on feedback. You should be looking at impact and then adjusting the approach as well. So this creates a communications culture, but it also helps you advance that learning culture that you're trying to build. And it actually reinforces the communication and bias to action that you're going to need to demonstrate for your line level employees to see value in what you're doing. The key, especially in a world of limited resources where you're constantly being told to do more with less, is to delegate as much as you can down to your managers so you're building a self-sustaining learning culture, a self-sustaining communication culture, because that's what's going to lead you to creating an environment where your managers are empowered, your employees are engaged, and you're well on your way to becoming that elite organization. Thanks for listening to this episode of the HR Impact Show. We hope you like the conversation. Don't forget to continue supporting us by joining the HR Impact community. You can find the community at www.engagerocket.co slash HR Impact. Tune in next time where we'll have another guest who's going to share with us the game-changing insights that help them build high-performing teams.